we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for April 8th, 2018. And uh, today, just trying to just keep up with all the breaking current events that are going on. Literally, every time I'm doing a study now, I am having to, on Sunday, typically go in and remodify and remodify because there's so much breaking news every day that I find myself pretty compelled to just add the new information in as it tends to bolster what we're talking about. So, uh, like this teaching today got pushed back hours because of that particular dynamic. Um, so, we're going to go ahead and just start out with a few few Bible verses, not really a long um, Bible study today, but uh, these are basically some verses in Matthew, Matthew 25, 34 through 40, that would be indicative according to Jesus Christ himself, of the sign of a true Christian. Now, there's a lot of different, you know, fruits of the Spirit and, and things that, that a tree is known by its fruit. Now, I mean, we're not talking about earning your way to heaven here. We're talking about the Holy Spirit living inside you, and the byproduct of that is um, <clears throat> good works. But good works are not what earn your way into heaven. Okay? Um... Faith is the thing that um, you're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And that faith is in Jesus Christ. Um, so Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So this is a uh, Jesus Christ talking here, Matthew 25, 34. And... This isn't figurative. This is actually real. This is a future event um, <clears throat> in, in the heavens. Okay. Now, he just talked about in the previous verses the exact polar opposite of these verses. So, if you want to see the whole full scope of this, just go to Matthew 25 and read the whole chapter. But <clears throat> he goes on, Jesus says, Then the king shall say to them on his right hand, and this is essentially you know, King Jesus, it's, it's capital K. And then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, or Father God, I mean, you know, come ye blessed of my father. Actually, then I think what we're dealing with here is definitely the Lord Jesus Christ because he, he makes a delineation between him and his father. So the king, King Jesus, shall say unto them on his right hand, come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Why does it say that prepared from the foundation of the world? Because he knows the beginning from the end. He knows how this is all going to turn out. He knows how all of us are going to turn out in the end. He knows the the, um, the comings and the goings and the total outcome of every single Christian that has ever lived or ever will live because they are on the outside of time. When, when you're in the, the, the heavenly realm, you Jesus can look into the heavenly realm like a big, gigantic capsule like from adam to i don't know for the argument's sake let's say the end of the millennium he can look at that that millennia reign is a thousand years so he can look at that from front to back and know exactly what is going to happen this is how john on the isle of patmos had foreknowledge about what was going to happen in the book of revelation okay because he was shown that he was taken there he was shown that we're we are as humans um constrained by time but 
Jesus and his angels, and unfortunately the demons and devils aren't either. Now, there's going to come a point where Satan's cast out of the, the heavenlies. Now, that doesn't exactly necessarily mean he's not going to know what's going on outside of time, but he's going to be cast out of heaven. And the Bible talks about that in Revelation. He's going to have his full fury, um, <clears throat> particularly on the remnant body of Christ and those that did not take the mark of the beast. That's a whole other subject, though. So, Jesus said, uh, Come ye blessed of my Father, and here the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was unhungered, meaning he was hungry, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous say unto him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee, and hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee, and stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you have done it unto one of these, the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. So, I think it's pretty explanatory, you know, when, when we do, um, particularly to the body of Christ, it seems. But I would imagine that this would apply, you know, like if you were to do this to like the innocent and the orphans and and, and these types of, of, of people, and let's say they weren't even saved, but I mean, you know, obviously you do it, you're not doing it because you're trying to um, curry favor with God. You, they did it out of the goodness of their regenerated um, being, the, 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 the Holy Spirit. I want to give the, the Holy Spirit, I want to give the Lord the credit for the good deeds they did, because I don't want to get beyond that, because then we get into works salvation. I, I, we need to look to Jesus for everything. He said you can do nothing apart from me. About the only thing I can really think I can do apart from Jesus is fail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or do wrong. I can do that apart from Jesus, but, you know, um, anything good, anything fruit of the Spirit-wise, anything like this that we're describing, you do it through the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not of works lest any man should boast. And, and all our righteousness, apart from Jesus Christ, apart from the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside a born-again Christian, the Bible says are as filthy rags. So, I just think it's important to understand the, the full scope of what we're looking at here. So, anyway, I just wanted to kind of just touch on those verses today, kind of start things out on, on, a, on a positive uh, note here. And now we're going to go ahead and just get into the, uh, <clears throat> the current events. Really heavy-duty stuff we're getting into today. Uh, truly, on a week-to-week -week basis, I never know if, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll have another five years. I said that before. Okay, maybe have another five days. I don't know. I mean, as much as they're doing on a uh, cracking down with the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, free speech on the Internet, we're going to be getting into all of that today. And as much as they're trying to gin up these things with false flags and things of this nature, which could put us under martial law, which, you know, who knows what they, they would say about the Internet at that point. If they want, when they what they really ultimately want to do is get us to the point where they have some kind of excuse to basically come in and say, well, 
we need to be the, the controller and the arbiter of all information on the internet. Things, the, the, the stakes are way too high, guys. They're speaking to the world collectively. This is Satan talking to the world. Stakes, stakes are way too high, guys, to uh, just leave this to chance and, and, and let anybody in the alternative media uh, twist the message and put out fake news and all this, even though they're the main ones that are putting out lies and deception. And this is a big reason I have upped the teachings that I've been doing because the, I've never seen anything like what we're looking at. Now, I'm sure a year from now, and, and then you look at the tr you look at something like you get into the tribulation or whatever, it's going to be on a whole other level. But I've never personally seen anything this evil that we're facing and how in your face that they're getting. So this first report, and this just broke, false flag chemical attack stage, Trump pushes fake news about Syria, who's triggering World War III. Uh, false flag chemical attack in Duma stage so, so neocons can justify invasion of Syria. Now I've talked about this Syria a lot before. And in fact, I'll give you a link to my previous studies I've done on this. And uh, here we have the picture, there's a picture in the PDF for this uh, April 4th, I'm sorry, April 8th, 2018, uh, com. The obvious propaganda caption of this Twitter photo read, horrific images of the besieged Duma tonight of a suspected chlorine attack by the Assad regime. Christian services on the ground say 35 confirmed dead, treating more than 700 for exposure. They, they just constantly have to demonize the Assad regime, and which is actually a Christian regime. Most people don't even know that, but I, I, again, I give you a link to the previous studies I've done on Syria. Uh, so if you're not aware of that information, I would encourage you to maybe even go listen to those first, then restart on this study again. Because if you think we're getting the real story about Syria from the lamestream fake news media, you are, you are sadly mistaken. Um, SOTN recently po posted a wide-ranging and penetrating expose on the unfolding events in Syria under the title The Neocon Zionist Plan for an Apocalyptic War in the Middle East. And Again, when I say Zionistic, I'm not blanketing all Jews. I'm saying the synagogue of Satan Jews, the people like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the people in the Illuminati and those types of people are what we're in reference to here. That article predicted a series of false flag attacks to be staged this April and beyond in the northern Levant. Uh, going further, the article, uh, I'm sorry, I lost my place here. Okay. The explicit purpose of these war crimes is to fabricate a pretext for NATO, especially the U.S., Israeli, and French militaries, to invade Syria. Which they've been trying to do that, like, for so many years now. However, Russia will clearly not tolerate such an unlawful, unprovoked war of aggression. Moscow calls, uh, and then here's a report entitled, Moscow calls the chemical attack in Duma fake news, warns against Syrian intervention. That's like the number one report now on Drudge. Okay. Trump's calling them out, calling them savage animals, and Russia's basically saying no no, Trump, it's fake news, just like it always is when it comes out of Syria. We, and we're going to get into the, you know, why they want to do this. <clears throat> we live in an age where it's virtually impossible to confirm whether these incessant terrorist attacks are real or hoaxes. The powers that be have repeatedly demonstrated their capability and willingness to implement totally fake terror events. Well, really, though, if you see anything on the mainstream news, 
that they're really trying to push, and they're giving, I mean, just assume it's totally a lie from the pit of hell, you know, just like when it's something like, you know, the Muslim terrorist bombers, they try to suppress that as much as possible because they don't want to, you know, they want to be, quote, politically correct, that's one of their main satanic babies that they're using to bring in the New World Order, is Islam and all the brutality. So, the recent chemical attacks, okay, let me just start, the powers that be have repeatedly demonstrated their capability and willingness to implement totally fake terror events. They have also shown their utter inhumanity in the execution and of deadly and destructive terrorist operations. And the recent chemical attacks in Duma, Syria, could be either of these. Well, um, I mean, yeah, we know it's evil is what we know, and we know it's a lie. However, that's not the point here. The critical issue is that these chemical attacks are being used by Western powers to justify their illegal invasions of Syria. Even President Trump appears to be fully on board with this conspiratorial plot. Uh, so then there's a link here. Why is Trump aggressively pushing the neocon agenda in Syria? And we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, or two or three weeks ago, where I, w I went into that one particular post where they were openly flat out stating that Trump is being blackmailed and um, it's so much evidence by the fact that he is literally surrounding himself by a cabinet now of absolute total Bush era neocon war hawks that just want to get us into World War III. John Bolton being at the head of that and there's others too. I mean it was like one week he had like three people in there. So... <clears throat> Not to say that Trump's innocent either. Like, oh, he, poor Trump's being black. I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to give him that much credit at this point. And, and we're going to be looking at that as well. And, then, and, yet, and yet, you know, like some of the stuff he's apparently doing, like, let's say guarding our border and making a big deal. Okay, that, that can be a very good thing. So I'm not saying he's just doing all evil. But this, if this gets us into World War III, is going to, you know... Not say the border issue would be a moot point, but it, it would it would be a much um, it would not be near as big of an issue if World War Three broke. I mean, regarding the potentiality of what could potentially happen worldwide, even on a global scale to the world, as opposed to just the the border on you know the southern border of the United States, which is a gigantically important issue. But what I'm saying is this could be a much bigger issue. Obviously, World War Three would be. So, just to confirm what we're saying, this just came out of, this was top, top uh, report on Drudge. Trump threatens a, animal Assad, he calls him Animal Assad, the president of Syria, um, and Putin over alleged chemical attack in Syria. President Trump responded Sunday to reports of a, sus of a suspected chemical attack in the Syrian city of Douma. I mean, he doesn't even have all the facts, and he's just coming out, just going like a, a, a banshee. You know, without even getting all the attack, all of the all of his facts straight and things of this nature. That's why when people say that Trump's playing like 4D chess and all this stuff, I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. I don't think Trump's that bright, personally. I don't think he's that smart. I don't. I, and then I, I could have a lot of listeners agree with me, but I've seen him do some really stupid stuff, particularly as of late, starting with that asinine conference he went in there where he was agreeing with every single gun grabber feinstein uh being you know right on his on his left side and 
all of these other gun grabbers just agreeing with, and then he then he backtracks and says oh no we're never going to get rid of the second amendment okay dude does your word really mean anything at this point after what you just said that came out of your and then he's done a series of things since then these new cabinet appointments of the bush era the john bolton i mean and now this and now there's been other stuff too yes has he done some good things yes he has do i wish hillary was in there no i don't but you know he's rushing to judgment he's jumping to conclusions before he's gotten all the all the facts he's just blindly believing whatever he's being fed and i mean he's blaming syrian president bashar assad and his international allies for an apparent attack that allegedly left dozens dead and hundreds injured and some of the most critical comments directed at the russian president vladimir putin to date uh, trump also threatened that there's a big price to pay for those back in the assad regime so i mean it's like i mean the war drums are there world war three you know who knows how close it could be many uh and then he goes this is his tweet this is his actual tweet he says many dead including women and children in mindless chemical attack in syria why would assad want to attack his own people that was the whole thing from before it's a pretext for us to go in and invade them that's why because we could say they're using chemical weapons which are banned under the geneva convention therefore we have to go in there because russia's not doing anything and take this over when this is a christian regime that's not even doing this but this is all fake news that are being shoved down our throat about this garbage. And it was the same exact, exact thing that I reported on on all the other studies I've done on Syria, which I give you a link to. So it's not like this is my first rodeo where this is the first time I've, been, I've, I've dealt with Syria. This is the same MO over and over and over, meaning modus operandi, meaning this is their standard operating plan to try to go into, into uh, get Syria and invade it. Uh okay so he says the area of atrocity is in lockdown and encircled by the syrian army making it completely inaccessible to the outside world well again what does that just confirm that means that you didn't all you did is believe whatever was told you in an area that supposedly is in lockdown and inaccessible to the outside world why wouldn't you have waited a little bit longer to you know or I don't know i mean he surrounded himself by such evil devils there's no way he's gonna you know get the truth and again is that because he's been blackmailed it seems like the most likely scenario you know and maybe the people blackmailing him the synagogue of satan are saying okay listen give, give him some crumbs send, send, send the national guard down to the border let all the patriots focus in on that and and, and, and that won't you know who knows i don't know what that's going to turn into okay we're going to talk about that today but appease your base by doing that but then you've got to do this for us you've got to come out immediately and condemn this thing uh implicating putin the assad regime you got to get the drum, drum beats of war going again you got to really stoke the fires you've got to call them names you've got to do all this stuff and i mean just the thing that trump did where you know he kicked all of their diplomats out of here with with russia and stuff because of the supposed poisoning of, of a russian spy i mean i mean that kind of garbage goes on all the time over and over and over on both sides yet trump's so morally outraged over this one th no everything he's doing is postulating us to get us into world war three with russia and its allies
as of late, I'm not saying it was like that like six months ago, but man, as of late, it's like that when you have that press conference with Diane, Diane Frankenstein and the rest of those devils, and he did that 180 degree turn. It's been, I'm not saying he hasn't done anything good. I'm not saying it since then, but the bad that he is doing seems to be far outweighing the worst now from what I can gather from the news that I'm immersed in every single day. I'm not saying he's done all bad, okay, but he's not moving in the right direction here. Uh, then he goes on to say, President Putin, Russia, and Iran are responsible for backing animal Assad. Oh, my word. Oh, big price to pay. Oh, boy. Open area immediately for medical help and verification. Another humanitarian disaster for no reason whatsoever. Sick. <laughs> so he's basically just calling them on the carpet about as bad as he could boy the zeal anglo-american axis is quite determined to start world war three and, and and again we're not blaming it just on the synagogue of satan the zio zionist anglo-american axis is quite determined to start world war three and ever since trump was elected the same zionist neocons under uh George W. Bush have been increasingly appointed to various positions in the West Wing. I just talked about that. John Bolton is only the most re recent and most notorious of these hardcore warmongers. And then there's the, the report that's entitled Bolton Appointment Proves That Trump Is Being Blackmailed. Now, I did a whole study on that, and I give you the link here. It's um, I give you the two links where we talked about it. Uh, my current events for 325.18, part one and two. Okay, So I'll give you the link here if you want to know more about that. Um, so we've got that. And, uh, sorry, I just made a little modification there. And then I give you the link to the studies I've done on Syria. So you could see that I'm not just Johnny come lately on this. And this is the first time I've talked about this. This is totally confirming. Like, I don't even know how many studies I've previously done. I wish it weren't the case. When I did the previous studies, I'm, I'm about 100% sure they were all when Obama was in office. They were still trying to accomplish this when Obama was in office, but they weren't able to pull it off. Now they're trying to do it with Trump, and since he's fully blackmailed and he seems to be fully on board with the warmonger agenda, getting us into World War III, while he could still be doing some other good stuff on the side to appease his base, it just seems to me this is more proof that um, either he's really not very bright or he's being blackmailed. You know, So I, I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> You know, um, maybe it's a combination of both. I don't know. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just play a oh, we're five and a half minute clip here. And it's from um, Stu Webb and Tom Hennigan. And normally I don't play these guys because they throw F-bombs like, you know, some sailor that, you know, the, the worst sailor you could imagine <laughs> that just got off leave. He's been at sea for six months. And I, I, I cut it off before they start throwing F-bombs. It's typically Stu Webb. He's the one that really cannot control his tongue whatsoever. Uh, I'm not saying that because I think I'm perfect, but I cannot imagine going on air and dropping F-bombs. I mean, come on, guys. Then you call yourself a Christian, and then you make these big, long prayers at the end and, and, and beg for money. And I'm not saying they don't have medical issues and stuff like that, but, I mean, you know, talk about uh, bringing a reproach to you're being a stumbling block before other Christians. The Bible says not to be a stumbling block before other Christians. 
You don't, you don't, I mean, another Christian looks at that and they think, well, I guess it's okay for me to drop F-bombs and, 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 and act like that and, and do it on, on a national stage or whatever, whatever you want to consider this. It's on the internet, widely viewed. And, there, and there's no, it's like sometimes they go in there and they're like, okay, we're really going to try to keep things clean today and it'll be kind of okay. And then sometimes, like, as of late, it's just been, you know, and I, I wrote um, uh, Glenn Kennedy about this. And I'm like, dude, I gave him all the Bible verses. I'm like, you know, you're promoting these guys. And I think that, I'm not saying I agree with every single thing they say, but I think they've got a lot of very cutting edge, some timely information. And what they're going to say here is going to totally confirm what we just talked about in the rest of the study. Um, but when you drop F-bombs and you're trying to reach Christians primarily, you're going to have a large percentage of people, when they hear the first F-bomb, to just turn it off and never listen to you ever again. And, and you're discrediting your own ministry. You're, they're discrediting themselves. Um, they're, it's just this big cascade of things about information that, that needs to be widespread a lot of it known and it's not because they can't control their tongue whatsoever now the the one guy tom hannigan's not near as bad but Stu webb he's on a whole other level so anyway um and i'm sure if, if he heard me say this he he would be threatening to, to kick my you know my butt and, and and he would take me out and in and, and um you know take me to the woodshed or whatever um, and all that other stuff. So, because um, he's so big and bad, and he acts like he's an ex-marine and all this other stuff. Okay, great, good for you, Stu. Good for you. Uh, what I'm telling you is truth, and it's biblical truth. And you know, if you don't like it, take it up with God, because this is the word of God. You have the issue with, not me, not me at all. So I say that all, all that to say this, because you know, I, I do want to play this clip though. Uh, okay, here we go. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, Stu Webb here at StuWebb.com, and it is April the 8th, Sunday, 2018, and I have Tom Hennigan on with me. And you got a lot to report on today, Tom. I'm just going yeah, to we're loaded up. We'll load it up with real important information. Uh, first of all, I can report that the alleged um, Scribblegate deal in England has been, totally been exposed. Uh, it's the British Secret Service, uh, excuse me, the German Secret Police that were outsourced to do it. And we now have absolute proof that, uh, that the, uh, the patch of Novikok choke, the alleged nerve agent that was used to uh, poison uh, the two scurples, was manufactured in the United States of America. The patent number is number US nine one three two one. I believe he's in reference to this the Russian spy that got poisoned. Now then he's going to start to relate how the nerve agent relates to this current Syrian thing. So that's I, I want you to understand it, this. This is going to segue into what we're talking about. Three five being due, and it was transported to the United Kingdom on September fifteenth, two thousand fifteen, by the U.S. State Department in violation of the Chemicals Weapons Treaty. And, of course, this was done under the administration of John Kerry, the U.S. Secretary of State for the United States. And, by the way, proceeds and sales of this black market nerve agent, which has also ties to the Clinton Foundation and none other than the mentally ill lesbian neocon Cook, Hillary Rodenhurst Clinton. We can now also report, Stu, <coughs> that the <coughs> actual... Uh, poisoning of these two Russians, and of course Gerbil was a major ally or co-conspirator with Christopher Steele 
in the intelligence dossier against Donald Trump, the illegal, uh, you know, Nazi Gestapo wiretapping of the FISA court, uh, administered by the FISA court, that they, they, they actually, the reason they were, they, their poisoning was tied to food poisoning. Food poisoning. Had nothing to do with a nerve agent whatsoever. Okay? So once again, we're dealing with massive, massive fake news that is being generated, none other than the American Mockingbird media, basically controlled by British Circle. British Circle, this private British company, which seems to have reoccupied the United States of America under the administrations of not only Obama fraud, the uh, British, uh, the British, the uh, Kenyan-born British citizen, and of course <clears throat> the son of the ex-CIA director, uh, junior Nazi, as I call him. Uh, well, what's the name of that British company? What's the name of the British company again? Circo, S-E-R-C-O. S-E-R-C-O, Serco, this British control company. Serco. Serco. Now, the Russian government, under Vladimir Putin, who the president is attacking today. Because uh, this is real time. I mean, this just came out, like, 45 minutes ago, <laughs> this report. And that was why I'm constantly checking things before I go on air, and then it's like something like this comes out. I'm like, oh, wow, i got to add this in. Um... So it's totally confirming the report that we're talking about, but this is giving kind of a little different, a little more information on it. Two weeks ago, they, 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 they claimed that there would be a false flag attack in Syria, and to blame it on them. So Russia claimed this two weeks ago. There was going to be a false flag in Syria, and they're going to blame it on them, just like they're being blamed on the, on the, on the Russian spies that were evidently got food poisoning and died, and it wasn't a nerve agent. That was all blamed on them. Trump came out and just, like... Again, without getting really any of the real facts, obviously, just blame Russia and oh, 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 and I don't know. I, I think a lot of this too for Trump. It may be easier for Trump to do this because he's been so accused of being in bed with the Russians that every time he comes out and says, "Oh, they're, they're scum. Look at these Russians. They're evil. They're this. They're that." I'm going to pull all of our diplomats. Uh, I'm going to kick their diplomats out of our country. I'm going to I'm going to call them all these names. It's like it makes him. It's like, uh, he, he, like on 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 the on the other side of it, he's like, ah, uh, yeah, you know, um, see, I'm 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 not with the Russians. I'm 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 validating that because I'm attacking them. See everybody, see, see. That's what I feel like. That it's easier for him to do this because he's trying to not. He's trying to show everybody that he's tough, and he's trying to show everybody that he's not with the Russians, and that he's not yoked up with them, and this type of stuff. Plus, there's a high likelihood he's being blackmailed. For the purpose of more neocon war activity in the Middle East on behalf of Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu. <clears throat> the biggest mistake. So they're basically, they're very, very firm on the fact that they believe that Benjamin Netanyahu is totally yoked up with the synagogue of Satan. Totally yoked up with all the, the, the Rothschilds and the, the Rockefellers and that whole agenda. Okay. <clears throat> President Trump made it was allowing Jerusalem to be the capital of Israel again, because Netanyahu took that as a license to go right in and actually use drone airplanes in Syria and Israeli military uh, forces and, 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 and aircraft. I don't really know why well, that would give Netanyahu a license to do that, but that's their theory. That's their take on it. Israel is provoking the whole thing in Syria on behalf of, a, of this uh, pipeline deal they want to put through Syria. Okay, See, that's the biggest. That's the big reason 9/11. They they talk about it later. I'm not going to play that part because it's you know well into their cussing jab, jags. But um, 
they had talked about 9-11. A big reason that we won in 9-11 is Afghanistan wasn't willing to play ball with us. And um, they had to do the whole 9-11 thing to invade Afghanistan, which would secure this area for this oil pipeline. And then, then they didn't even get into the poppy, the opium, which I got into extensively in the last studies that we've talked about. That's another gigantic reason how, how, the, op- how opium, the opium production has just, you know, it's at an all-time high and it, it had reached an all-time low there before we invaded and we were literally over there guarding the poppy fields with our troops and Geraldo's over there interviewing them. And I played the interviews. It's not like it's a, it's not like, you know, this is fake news or whatever. This is straight from the horse's mouth. I'm trying to always validate facts wherever that is possible. And that's straight from the horse's mouth. And uh, that, that thing, you know, the, the Syrian government of Assad is a Christian ally government. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear the mockingbird media talk about alleged terrorists and all this negativity uh, vis-a-vis Assad, <laughs> that's all. Uh, this, that that is a Christian government. Well, it's, you can understand if 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 you know Assad has this Christian government, well, they'd really want to take him out of there because he's really not going to want to play ball with you know like these people these these countries this this like they say Zio Anglo. American access of evil that's trying to get in there and, and, you know, steal their land, invade their country so they can put this pipeline in. And there's, there's a lot of other reasons, I'm sure, as well. Christian government. It is not an Islamic government. And who have we been siding with? The ISIS terrorists, who are, of course, blowbacks yes. from the, uh, from the debacle. We, like we've got into previous studies, how we helped to create ISIS and make sure that they were trained and armed and equipped and, and that I, again the whole thing with syria click on that link or just key in syria in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and you'll just see a list of studies there that i've done on this subject which confirm that the greatest foreign policy uh, disaster in the history of the united states which was of course <coughs> the war in iraq so again uh, this nerve agent was manufactured in the United States at Northwestern University. So this is the nerve agent I'm assuming they're talking about that's that was just supposedly used in this nerve agent attack in Syria. If that happened, who knows? Could be all doctored pictures. There's been a lot of stuff that's coming out of Syria that it was all fake news, all doctored, nobody even died. But yet they said they were. And transported to the United Kingdom in September of 2015, and we gave you the patent number. So why are the British pulling this crap? Because the British have been fingered in a lot of criminal activity uh, as far as being directly involved in the attempt to reoccupy. Now, again, but that's the other thing. Could have totally been legitimate, and this is what I talked about before my other studies on Syria, where it was the bad guys that were posing as the good guys, okay? They were posing as white hats. They were black hats. They go in there. They unleash the nerve gas, a whole bunch of people die, they get their photo op, and they blame it on Syria, when Syria had nothing to do with it, and why would they want to do that to their own citizens? It makes absolutely zero sense. The United States, on behalf of this German Asperger monarchy, Nazi monarchy, that is running, that, 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 that is still in power over there in Great Britain. Now, what I, I, I think is, uh, you know, a very important to look at today, too, is that, you know, again, the president right now is being coerced and threatened and blackmailed by the neocons. 
when he appointed John Bolton as Secretary of or National Security Advisor, that was the, in my opinion, I hope I'm wrong, the beginning of the end of the Trump administration, <clears throat> because Neil Con Bolton is dedicated, dedicated, dedicated to more illegal Zionist Nazi wars all over the Middle East on behalf of the defense contractors and the and the uh, what, do you, what do they call it, uh, senior executive services. Basically, the Bush P-2 CIA, which still thinks they're in charge of this country. Bush P-2 CIA, who are we talking about? Daddy. 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 Daddy Bush, the, you know, the, the, the father of, you know, George W. Bush. That's it, Stu. Daddy. That's the problem. So that's when they start getting into all their... Um, uh, I mean, Stu goes off on a cussing tirade there. Uh, I, I understand being righteously indignant. I get it. I really, really do. But you you cannot do that on air. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they don't even make any attempt to edit it or anything. Anyway, so if we're going back to this report, the continual stacking of the Trump administration with Russia-phobes, meaning people that basically want to blame Russia for everything and get us into war with them, is... Is uh, purpose is by purposeful design. It's no accident of the presidential f- fate that the Trump has allowed himself to be used to promote war. In fact, this particular date with Armageddon has been planned for centuries by the New World Order globalist cabal. You can go all the way back into the whole, you know, vision of the three world wars thing that that we've gotten into before and. Um, that was, you know, all the way back into the 1800s. The United States, United Kingdom, and Israel have proven to the world, community nations, that they will execute. And when I say Israel, I mean synagogue of Satan. Proven to the world, community of nations, that they will execute any false flag attack anywhere, anytime to advance the New World Order agenda. Uh, hence, the whole world has been witness to one false flag chemical attack after another. Their leadership knows that photos of apparently poisoned children piled on top of each other, is guaranteed to trigger a knee-jerk reaction by the false accusers against the innocent accused. The British have established a whole network of fraudulent witnesses on the ground and throughout the UK who obviously provide false testimony about these staged chemical attacks, and they've done it over and over, particularly in Syria. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights is one of those fake organizations. They are so utterly bogus. They are, they are the utterly bogus white helmets that have been implicated in all of these false flag things that have went on in Syria. Given operation, given the Operation Gladio infrastructure that has been painstakingly put in place over the years by NATO throughout the Levant, it's very easy to conduct these false flag attacks without being caught in the act. Of course, they are never perpetrated without detection since the CIA, MI6, and Mossad have their fingerprints all over these purposeful Shocking assaults. So why does President Trump always go along with these false accusations, particularly as of late? The crucial question must be answered and dealt with sooner or later. Well, I I think I've already given you that answer. The link that follows discloses information that ought to concern every patriot who voted for Trump to stop the wars. And the link is Trump's Syria, quote, withdrawal was textbook U.S. deception. So he said he's going to withdraw, and now this happens, which gives us another pretext. They let their guard down, which gives us, and then they stage this false flag thing, 
um, where all these, you know, they have this photo op with dead women and children. So then that gives Trump the pretext to say, you know, we tried. We, we, we were trying to withdraw from you. We were trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. And look what you go do. Now we're going to have to come in full bore and really take you over. Okay. So if you want to know more about that, click on this link. It's on page four of the PDF for April 8th, 2018 at Um Trump's Syria withdrawal was textbook U.S. deception. Going forward, the following SOTN article has been re- reposted in its entirety for those who want to read the real backstory. It contains the prediction that the Duma Falls flag chemical attack, um, and it's that give you a link to that as well. I just don't have time to get into all these tangents today. This is something I added kind of last minute, you know, into what we we're going to be talking about today. Going forward, this year's, okay, so, and this is a quote, I guess it's by somebody anonymous, but it's an intelligence analyst and former military officer. He says, this year's extraordinary March Madness was engineered by NATO's Operation Gladio to trigger yet another unprovoked war of aggression in the Middle East. 2018 has already seen a cascade of fabricated and provocative events that point to the new world order globalists. The same perps are planning more false flag terrorist attacks for this April and beyond. These strategic acts of state-sponsored terrorism are being carried out by the leadership of the Zio Anglo-American Axis in order to initiate the hot phase of World War III. And as I've stated before, most likely at the end of World War III, you're going to get the Antichrist and the False Prophet, or maybe during it, because they're probably going to be figures that are going to be looked to to end World War III. From the Illuminati standpoint, I've seen that their plan is to have a 91-day war. Really, really horrific. Shock and awe. Order out of chaos. And in the midst of the smoke and the ashes, um, near the end of World War III, you're going to have the false prophet and the Antichrist most likely making their arrival and, and basically acting like they're the, old, they're, they're the ones that have all this figured out. They're the only ones on the planet that can actually unite the planet that can unite like Islam and Christianity and, and all of the other different religions and get us all in the same playing field. The Bible talks about the Antichrist coming initially as a man of peace. He's going to appear as a man of peace, but war and evil is in his heart. Okay, so um, when we're into World War III, like let's say World War III started a month from now, understand there's a very high likelihood that and again, if, if the Illuminati, what they're saying comes to pass, that within about three months of that date, we may have the start of the tribulation. Maybe World War III would be a lot longer. I don't know. But I'm telling you, that's what they've said. So I'm never trying to say, oh, I've, I'm date setting and all this other stuff. I'm giving you possible scenarios that could happen. Um, but if you were, let's say that, that you had like a, a bug out location, and you saw World War III start, and it was it was apparent and clear, and um, I don't know if I'd be on air still, but you've if you've been a listener of mine long enough, you're go- you're going to be able to know, and, and not not to say you would have needed me, but I mean, uh, hopefully I've contributed to your knowledge base uh, in this regard. I've tried to predict a lot of the different various scenarios, and that would be a serious time to really seek the Lord Jesus Christ. And I mean, if you weren't sure, especially, regarding the moves, if any, he would have you make 
in that time period because that may be the time that, that, that he leads you okay now now's time to now's the time to bug out now's the time to either bug out stay put pull in your horns reach out to this person or that i don't know but that's why i do what i do because i'm trying to be a watchman and i'm trying to give you potential scenarios and i'm telling you since trump put these war hawks in around him and that's happened that's probably the wor- one of the worst things that's happened by far in his administration as of yet he can still do some good things on the side to appease his base but this is a whole other ball of wax here uh, going forward here um, this is this quote again there is both a script and a schedule being strictly followed by the criminal cabal of neoconzinists each terror operation is always followed by a highly organized cover-up coordinated by the u.s the uk and the uh, israeli intelligence communities meaning the synagogue of satan uh, participating and then the participating nato militaries western also western mainstream media major social network utilities uh, federal and local law enforcement agencies as well as transnational corporations such as Serco, which is what we just talked about okay and there's a link there if you want to know more about Serco. these same co-conspirators also conduct stunningly sophisticated psyops before during and after these black ops known variously as operation gladio a b and c depending on their purpose and location yeah so i would have to totally um agree that's what we're dealing with there now there may be stunning revelations that come out in the next two or three days i don't know but i really felt like when i saw this as bad as they're trying to get us into war with russia i needed to add this in for today and i'll try to get this up uh, hopefully maybe tonight maybe tomorrow um going for, forward here uh let's see where are we on time okay urgent dhs initiate okay so we're going to totally shift gears dhs initiating media censorship department of homeland security including journalists editors and bloggers homeland security initiating communist protocol on media immediately now where's trump trumpeting our first amendment where's he coming against all of this I haven't really seen a whole lot. I mean, all the stuff going on with YouTube and Facebook and now this DHS thing and how they're just totally trying to strip up, strip us of our First and Second Amendment rights. I haven't seen him do a whole lot. He can tweet all day, they're never going to take your Second Amendment. But are you doing anything to counter all of the wickedness that's encroaching in on the truth community, particularly? Those that are trying to keep people like christians and and other people in alternative that follow the alternative media trying to give them truth i haven't seen trump do a whole lot hopefully he will but i haven't seen much as of yet let's go ahead and play this Hello, my friends. This is Justice Anthony Knight reporting, and today is Saturday, April 7th. And this is where you'd normally find me finding the comedic bits throughout media published around the globe. But today, when I was searching and creating my report, I came across the most disturbing article I have seen in a very, very long time. So this will be a serious report, not my normal format. In this article published by Fox News and written by Bradford Betts, you will see... Homeland Security Database would track journalists 
media influencers. Do you know the implications? Do you know what this means? This has to be shouted from the rooftops. And I'm going to cover the article very quickly so we can see the pluses and minuses and how this is trying to be sold to the American public. So I'm going to jump right into the article. And it states, The Department of Homeland Security is seeking contractors for the creation of a database that would monitor news outlets around the world and collect information on journalists, bloggers, and media influencers. The plan comes amid concerns of so-called fake news and its effect on U.S. elections. Fake I'm going to stop there. Take the U.S. election moniker that they're using and fake news, which you've heard broadcast throughout everywhere. We're fake news. I'm fake news. Everybody in alternative media is fake news because it's not parroting all of the, all of the fork-tongued devil lies that the lamestream prostitute media puts out every day, just like the Syrian attack. So understand that they're, I mean, you know, for anybody in alternative media, anybody that's a Christian that's, that's, that's going to take any kind of hardline stance, and I don't mean lukewarm preachers, they'll probably let them keep going, maybe, but eventually they'll take them down too. But the, the, the clock's ticking. I mean, let's be realistic. I've known this for ever. I mean, for ever since I've started doing this, I should say forever, but I mean, since I ever got into any type of ministry online, when I very first started sending out, like, the current event, end time current event type newsletters and the health newsletters, probably going back, I don't know when I exactly started that, but that was way before the actual, quote, ministry started. That was probably, like, in the early 2000s, you know? Um, I've known that there's going to come a day when we're shut down, most likely. Uh, I mean, unless God intervenes in some mighty way, but then again, I don't see how somebody like me is going to be able to broadcast, you know, once martial law has been imposed and this type of stuff. World War III has been initiated. Recently. Fake news. For example, take my reports. At the bottom of my reports, you will always see references for every article that I cite. Does the mainstream media need to do that? Absolutely not. No. So who's going to determine? Just like I've cited several things already in just what I've covered. And then what I did is I also gave you information you could click on on other teachings I've done where we've documented other things going on with Syria. Uh, other links that, you know, either straight from the horse's mouth or other things that we've proven in the past. I'm always trying to validate what we're talking about here. Does that mean I never mess up? No. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mess up. We all do, okay? It's impossible with the avalanche of news to never mess up, and especially with as much de as deception is out there. But, you know, just try to do my best in, through the Lord. Who's fake news and who's not? Are we going to put that in the hands of the government to decide? The, the article goes on. See, that's where it's going to all come up, is it's going to be in the hands of the government. that they, they make all these big brother George Orwellian 1984 decisions for the benefit of, you know, the collective... The DHS media monitoring plan would grant the chosen companies 24-7 access to a password-protected media influencer database, including journalists, editors, correspondents, social media influencers, bloggers, for the purpose of identifying any and all media coverage related to the Department of Homeland Security or a particular event. Are you freaking kidding me? 
What database? Who created a database? Who put people in a database? Who's deciding who's an influencer, who's not? Is it based on an agenda? Is it based on a message? Is it based on a religion? Is it based on a creed? Is it based on a belief? Is it based on a Republican or Democrats? You tell me what the, the prerequisites of your database is, and I'll tell you if I trust it or not. How dare our government take steps like this? Nonetheless, I continue, and you have to understand in this article by the NewYorkTimes.com, China isn't happy about its newest internet stars, teenage moms. Why do I bring up this article? It goes on to state. The slapdown, which comes as China's government extends its internet control to encompass not only what it finds politically subversive, but also what it deems unwholesome or pornographic, prompted quick declarations of remorse from the video app's creators. Do I need to say more? China is going to control and has controlled and will continue to control whatever message it deems appropriate or inappropriate. And that, I mean, China just equals Satan, essentially. I mean, they want the whole world to be like China is, which is basically like internet lockdown, you know, just George Orwell in 1984. It's pretty much like that already over there. Let's say you have mass genocide in your country taken out by your government and they decide that the coverage on that is inappropriate because we decided to do it. So you're censored and you're blocked. You want to live in a country where messages from the opposition are blocked? If it's pornographic, absolutely. Put a rating on it. Make sure that that has to be monitored. We have to keep that away from our children. There has to be a rating system. That's not what I'm stating. Nor should they be able to see certain things understood. But you cannot put messages and subversion being subject to the interpretation of a government. That is communism. We live in a free society. We live in a free America. And we're about to change the entire structure of that. Next article, North Korea, published by the BBC.com News. North Korea profiles media. Next article by Brookings, the Kremlin's latest crackdown on independent media. This article, we're going to go a little bit deeper. So it's going on with all the major governments kind of worldwide on a pretty global scale. When it states on November 25th, Russian President Vladimir Putin signed into law legislation allowing the Russian government to designate media organizations that receive funding from abroad as foreign agents. Russia's Justice Ministry, the agent tasked with identifying the specific media outlets to be targeted, have already notified Voices of America and Radio Free Radio Liberty, both funded by the U.S. government, that they must register as foreign agents. The new law, however, is not limited to government funding media. Any organization receiving foreign funding or based outside of Russia could fall under the foreign agent classification. The New York Times, CNN, and European outlets could be targeted in the near future. The law also grants Russian authorities an expansive mandate to block online content, including social media websites whose activities are deemed undesirable or extremist. Oh my goodness, there's the words again. You see why I'm raising the flag? You see why I'm talking a little bit louder and why I'm yelling and I've rushed this broadcast out in light of what I normally do? Because all the terminology is the same. Undesirable or extremist or out of what we want you to hear. And now the U.S. government's Department of Homeland Security is, going to, is proposing the same on an unlimited database? Folks, everybody needs to scream. They need to scream from the rooftops. And if that's not enough, 
You want to see the, the, the worst. It states in the article, and we're going back to the original Fox News article, DHS spokesman Todd Holton tweeted Friday that despite what some reporters may have suggested, the solicitation is nothing more than the standard practices of monitoring current events in the media. And he tweets, Lies. Despite what some reporters may suggest, this is nothing more than the standard practice of monitoring current events in the media. Any suggestion otherwise is fit for tinfoil hat-wearing black helicopter conspiracy theorist. This is coming from Satan himself, Department of Homeland Security. Okay? They're one of their, their main guys there, Tyler Q. Holton or whatever. Uh, so, again, because he says so, we're supposed to trust one of the most wicked factions of our government, the Department of Homeland Security. And he's just lumping everybody into the tinfoil hat-wearing black helicopter conspiracy theorist group if you oppose this at all. So just, you know, we're, I'm supposed to, they're supposed to be able to conduct whatever they want to do with impunity without anybody questioning them. And if you do, you're, you're, a, you're an idiot. Well then, get me my tinfoil hat. Show me my black helicopters. Call me whatever you want to call me, because I will not allow communism in this country. I will scream it from the rooftops. I want everybody to share this everywhere they can. This is urgent. There is nothing good about this. Don't let them sell this any other way. I have no concerns. I have comic relief as a report. I don't sell false messages. I have nothing to fear from this ban at all. But I'm still going to scream it because there's many people I know that do. And if you want, yeah, but they would shut him down just for putting out this one video. If this is the only thing he ever did along these lines, they would. This would be enough for them to shut him down. I mean, that's that's where we're moving. Your message from state-run media, under controlled scripts, being told what they're supposed to say, being told what they're supposed to do, being told what they're supposed to sell you. Then please don't fight back. Don't say a word. Be silent. Be communist. This has been Justice Anthony Knight reporting. Okay, so regarding that, he provides five different links which he cited from Fox, Fox News, Brookings, you know, U.S. News. I mean, this is all real. It's not like we're making it up. This is what they're um, moving toward. The next one, next report. California bill creates fact checkers to filter your online content. Newly proposed California Senate Bill 1424 will create a fact checker to verify news stories and aims to mitigate the spread of false information through news stories. They're, they're doing the same thing on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I mean, this is an all-out push. There are push. conversations now happening in this nation, in our media, in our politics, that are so truly important and some of them even terrifying. I want to talk about this. 1984, George o. Orwell's book that many of you have written. In 1984, we had something called the Thought Police. This idea that people that went against, and the group that would police your thoughts and your ideas and the things you spoke about were called Think Poll in this book. And what they would do is essentially make sure that everything you said was as a person or as a business or a politician had to be in line with the party. In the world called Oceania, was it Oceania? Oceania, that's right. Okay. So we, you know, I don't talk a lot about science fiction because we live in a real world. But is art imitating life or is life imitating art is one of the great questions we have. 
And I think that there's a discussion taking place and is being brought by our favorite Senator, Senator Richard Pan, is bringing forward a new bill that I think everybody in the nation... You want to know more about just key in Senator Pan in the keyword search box? That guy is... He's got to be the most evil senator just about that the, the, the American government has ever known. Any kind of evil, nefarious agenda, that devil is going to have his, his hoof print on it out there in California. ...should be watching because... This could be it. This could be the change in the world as we know it. This may be the departure from the United States of America that our founding fathers dreamed about into a world like George Orwell's yeah, 1984. Exactly. Let me just give you some of the bullet points on this bill. It's called California SB 1424. It's the False Information Strategic Plan. And he's showing a copy of the Senate bill right on the California legislative website, just so you know. Uh, I guess it's an act, okay? Any person who operates a social media internet website with physical presence in California shall develop a strategic plan to verify news stories shared on its internet website. So essentially, everybody that's owning and operating any sort of form of internet media where... Unless, unless you're liberal or unless you're going to push the New World Order agenda, then you don't have to do any fact-checking. You don't have to do any kind of verification because the only ones they're going to target are the people that are putting out the truth. And so that's that's the way this is going to, you know, roll. Post their their ideas or you know, like Highwire, now that that um, group is going to have to police and make sure that everything's true. It goes into more detail. B, the strategic plan shall include but is not limited to all of the following. One, a plan to mitigate the spread of false information through news stories. Two, the utilization of fact checkers to verify news stories. And three, providing outreach to social media users regarding news stories containing false information. And four, placing a warning on a news story containing false information. C, as used in this section, social media means, listen to this folks, any electronic service or account or electronic content, including but not limited to videos, still photographs, blogs, video blogs, podcasts, instant and text messages, email, online services or accounts, or internet website profiles or locations. I, I mean, I wish I was making this stuff up. And, and I'll say this, because I know that People are not inherently evil. I've said that before. I don't think Senator Richard Pan... Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? You know. <laughs> so, you know, sorry. I, I, I don't... Uh, he's come, This is coming from an unsaved man's perspective on how he sees the world. I'm not saying all people are wicked and evil, but, I mean, come on. I mean... <sighs> Anyway, let's go forward here. Uh, okay, now this next one is going to be probably about a 20-minute clip. So I'm going to go ahead and end part one here. And um, we will go to part two next. So God bless you and see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. 
That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.